Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Welcome, this is Pastor Dominic. Welcome to Street Talk Theology. And, you know, I want to welcome everybody and everybody who, in their own walk with the Lord, that turn around and bring sound theology, whether it's to their home, in their friendships, um, in their acquaintances, and if God leads to strangers, I want to call you guys street talkers. So when I welcome this show, when I uh, start the show, I want to say welcome street talkers. So as I came up with this by God's grace, um, anybody that participates in bringing theology, sound theology into friendships and family, I want to call you guys street talkers. So welcome street talkers to street talk theology. Um, so um, I'm honored to have a guest on this morning but I'm going to get into who she is in a second. First off, I want to talk about a section of scripture in 1 Samuel 25. And you can read that, you know, on your own at home. But we know the story where David uh, in the wilderness, kind of on the lamb uh, against King Saul, because uh, obviously Saul knows that eventually David is going to be the anointed king. And what David was doing with his men, even though they were disbanded from community, they were actually watching out for the people in the wilderness and where they were actually hiding out for, from Saul. And one of the guys that they took care of was a guy named Nabal. And Nabal was an interesting cat because, you know, while David and while Nabal was, you know, shearing his sheep and making sure that um, his family was fed and his business was run right. David and them on their own kind of kept an eye on, on Nabal's business and make sure that it ran correctly and no, no intruders, no marauders would, would get involved in, in, um, upsetting the, upsetting the, the business that he was doing. So on, on a certain occasion, on a certain occasion, David and his army, they needed some food. And obviously, they, David sent some men to talk to Nabal. And Nabal basically says, who's David and who's his army? And, you know, I, I'm not giving him nothing. Uh, you know, I know who he is. He's, he's on, the, on the run from the real king. And I, I don't want nothing really to do with him. And when um, Nabal's wife heard the story, she was very troubled. And when Nabal's wife did, her name was Abigail. She strapped on food and water, and, and she actually became a sister of strength to David. Um, in the fact that she went to David and kind of stopped him and said, you know, my husband is just a stone heart, so to speak. <clears throat> His name fits him perfectly. You know, I'm here to make amends, uh, to give you this food, and to stop and, and to ask you, he's not worth the aggravation of you going over there and, and, and just hurting him or whatever, even though he may deserve it. And, and David looked at her and again became a source of strength and a source of wisdom for himself. So Abigail's an interesting story. 
As I said, she's a sister of strength. She's one that used wisdom at the right time in David's life to keep his hands from, from you know, actually shedding blood. So we, so we, with that opening, with that opening, I want to introduce you to Jan Getner. Jan is the actual one of the co-directors of the Sisters of Strength here in Desert Sky Baptist Church. So, uh, Jan, um, say hello to our street talkers on Street Talk Theology. Good morning, audience. <laughs> so, Miss Jan is a, a dear sister of mine, and you know, obviously. So, with that, we used Abigail as our soft opening, so to speak, Miss Jan. So, okay, somebody wants to know. What is SOS? So who would be able to explain SOS in this church better than Jan, better than you, Jan? So what is SOS? Sisters of Strength. Sisters of Strength in Christ. Uh, it began in 2012 by, with Ann Wright as director and will be 10 years old next year. We meet every Monday at 10 o'clock and the purpose is, is Bible study, prayer, fellowship, and to pri provide areas where women can use their spiritual gifts for Christ and for the spread of the, of the gospel. Hey, Jan, let me, so let me ask you a question. Who can attend? Do you have to be a member of the church to attend? Or is that the, uh, is anybody can attend? And maybe you look to, you know, maybe uh, see if you can navigate them to join the church. Is that, do you welcome anybody that can come in? There's, um, SOS is a, is an arm of the church. We're a women's ministry. Okay. We Good. follow the guidelines and the biblical teachings of the Bible, and we have uh, the support of our church. We need to, it's open to all of the women of our church, but it's also open to other women as long, you know, we want them to have this, the biblical teachings and follow the, the Bible. And um, so they got to follow that crazy pastor that you they, are. Well, they have to follow the Bible, yeah. which our, our crazy pastor does. So, <laughs> so we, see the way she answered that? See how that's Miss Jan. <laughs> so they're open to other women who have the desire to learn and share and have fellowship with each other. So, yes. Yeah, praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. So, Jan, if I may, um, you know, because sometimes, sometimes, Jan, people want to look for a church, hopefully because the theology being sound, and then they might say, well, I've listened to the, you know, the, the, the man preach and the pastor and the theology sounds uh, fine. But, you know, what what else is there in the church that I'd like to maybe be involved in? So the next question I have is, what do the meetings look like? Are they are they weekly meetings, monthly meetings? How, how does that work? Abigail, the story you just told was a hospitable person offering the food and the water to someone that was could certainly do away with her husband with just the look. Exactly. And David was yeah. pretty important. So, yes. so we um, we are a group that's been together for nine years. Many of them are the same ladies that have been there for nine years, but we are not a clicky group. We are hospitable. We welcome visitors. We um, we have changed dramatically from the way we were in the years past <laughs> before COVID because uh, yeah, um, with, yeah. the, with the distancing and with the mask and with many elderly people in our congregation, we we're just wanted to be really careful about how we went about yes. this when we started a new, a new look for that year. Our, our group starts in September and we go into, up to summer. So we're halfway through it. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so COVID's an interesting thing because I, you know, I remember like SOS, and I know that you guys would like to do, you know, some type of sales and bake sales and you know things like that. And now with COVID, obviously, and I know, I know that um, we have a. Uh, I'm thinking about Alana for a second, who I know is, hasn't been feeling well, and some of the SOS group will try to uh, navigate and hang out with her and help her as she's going through some of the things. And I know you guys are very active. And I know with COVID, you have to take a little bit of precautions with that. But but let me let me ask you a question. So there are some social activities, obviously, in in the SOS group. And one of them, and I know it's a little, we just finished Christmas, but I am a big fan because of Christmas, Christmas by candlelight. And though we just passed Christmas, you know, what is what is some of the activities look like? Um, you have a couple of things, Christmas by candlelight, you guys do dramas. So explain how that goes, if you may. Christmas by candlelight was star- started by one of our members that moved here from Ohio, uh, Claudia Tanner. She uh, she doesn't live here anymore. She's in Tucson yeah, now. Claudia and Barry, Claudia, right? Claudia and Barry. Yeah. Uh, so that was something she initiated at Christmas time. A member would take a sponsor a table, decorated and festive centerpieces, always with candlelight. And then she would be the hostess of that table and would invite people, invite ladies to be in around the circle on at that table. And she would also prepare a very elaborate, tasty dessert. And so we would have a real fancy dessert, usually yeah, on China. Great. It's just something, but... The meat, the purpose of it was to to get us centered back into Christ as the meaning for Christmas. And then without that, we wouldn't have the crucifixion and the resurrection from the cross. So it was just a way to get us in mind, in tune, before we started all the rush and for the shopping and all the list for the entertaining. It was just a way to kind of bring us down to earth and see the real purpose. And of course, we didn't have Christmas for candlelight this past this past Christmas. Yeah, and I missed it too. Because yeah, the food is excellent. We missed it too. We, it's a good way to. Our ladies have so many spiritual gifts and so many talents. It's a lot of them can really put on a beautiful table and desserts. So with that, and, and you know, it kind of leads into my next question because they do. They really do. Everybody's got the you know, sisters of strength. I you'll find many gifts. Some people like to cook for people. Some people like to go over the houses and help people clean. And it's just that it is an array of different um, gifts that I've seen here. And this is going on my, Jan, can you believe I'm here almost five years? No, five it, years. It, it doesn't seem possible. I, um, I was so, thinking. Yeah. So one <laughs> of the things too, that probably you, you do some community missions. I know it's been a little different now with COVID, but you know, talk to me about the ride share is a very important part because we are, uh, here at Casa Grande, though we do have a local hospital and stuff like that. Um, but there are some women sometimes that need rides and meals. And so it seems like you actually chur- you serve the community with things. And I see Burn Center. And maybe you can explain those things a little bit. Those are interesting plays. And I know you do them, but sometimes even me as the pastor, I, I know a lot of the stuff they do, but some of the intricate parts I don't. And, you know, I don't micromanage and as long as the theology is good, and I know it is, and uh, they go over the books and stuff with me. But talk to me about a little bit about your ride share and things like that that you guys do. Judy Myers in charge of our ride share. Uh, she has a way of 
knowing who needs a ride to church <laughs> or to the doctor or to um, some kind of event. She's uh, has a group of ladies that help her do that because she can't do everything all the time. But um, so that's that's her that's her gift. She just loves doing things like that. And we uh, have another lady who does the meals for families who have loved ones that are ill or in grieving or uh, or just need some help with meals. We provide them after a funeral. Of course, we haven't had too many funerals lately. So that's kind of uh, been set aside for a little while. For the Burn Center in Phoenix, we do uh, whiteboards and bubbles for the children in the Burn Center. We've made teddy bears. Um, We've also provided... Um, gifts for um, a, a Christmas we had adopted Gee, a family. It, the Burn Center is in Phoenix? Yes, it's the Burn Center in Phoenix at the Children's Hospital. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. So it's kind of statewide, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And at Christmas time, we did some Christmas caroling. Some of the ladies like to sing, and they, they took a group and went to uh, some of the people that are in assisted living and some of our own own members and did some Christmas caroling for them. And we also adopted a family and gave provided gifts and meals for them. And uh, we support missions through our missionary, our right here at Desert Sky Baptist Church, Dan Peer. Uh, he has us one meeting Breaking our, all them candies every three up. months. Oh my goodness, he'll bring in all these beads. We sort the beads and we <laughs> to make salvation bracelets to give to the children that are in vacation Bible school in Mexico. And then a few months later, it's candy we're sorting and bagging and giving to the children in Vacation Bible School in Mexico. So Dan's a very busy person, but we uh, we like that he gets us involved in it, too. We have uh, Home of Hope. We what is oh, I'm sorry. You yeah. need a Home of Hope. I, I never seen the Indian boarding school. But give me a Home of Hope first because we have... Home of Hope is something that'll yes, we, in Home church. of Hope. We've made visits there. We've had uh, a couple of ladies who were mentors there and counselors there uh, for a, a period of time. And then when the pregnancy center was there over on Treckle, we had people who worked there as volunteers. Also, uh, we we cover a strata of places and things because we have women who are interested in different ways to serve, and those ways um, are good for them. You were asking yeah, no, about. You know, I was thinking about. I'm still on Home of Hope, but yes, I want oh, okay. to ask you about the Indian boarding school in oh, a second. Right. Mm-hmm. But just to show that there is fruit, the Home of Hope, we actually uh, got two girls, Taylor and Heather, that came from the Home of Hope, came to the church, and Heather now has spent a year with us in the church. She's living with her mom in Yuma. Taylor still attends the church. So there's fruit out of what. what um, what these ladies do. So yeah, I see the Indian boarding school, Jan. Is that something um, that Rachel number two might do? Rachel yes, number two. Rachel Pettis is yeah. uh, the in charge of the giving to the Native American Academy. It's outside of Winslow, Arizona. It's wow. mostly Navajos. You guys got um, some long arms. It, yes. Uh, we donate money once a year that's spent directly on the children and their needs. And then we collect the box tops year round too. And she gets them all organized and purchases what she needs there. And then we're also involved in the Samaritan boxes at Christmas time. Oh yeah, yeah, right, 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 that's right. We're doubling the number of boxes we're, this year. We're That's our plan. And we've already started collecting and pe- our ladies are bringing in their box fillers every, every week. So in October, then we'll start sorting and packing so, so there's a lot of activities, but I want to ask yeah. a, you know, as a pastor, I like to ask some theological questions, not 
Jan, I'm not going to put Jan on the spot, but what I'm saying is I know for sure I've seen in there because they run books, you know, they'll come and bring me books, teachings. So tell me about the teachings and the prayer that you guys do, because I know that you do a lot of outreach and outwork, but I also know that you guys study God's word, um, uh, obviously, and you guys pray. A lot of times I'll, I'll hear you guys. So give me that part of the Sisters of Strength. Do you do, do you do a prayer together when you first come in, when you leave? Is there some type of, um, is there some type of, uh, studies? I don't know. I know you guys are doing a book. Maybe you can go over some of that. Maybe you didn't bring the book if you could remember, but something like that. Tell me something theologically. Where is your backbone out? How's that? Is that a good question? Yes. We've, it's since, since this COVID thing has started, we knew we couldn't have the guest speakers and the book studies like we had had in the past and, and our retreats and, um, those kinds of things because you, they just don't work with people who need to be distanced and masked. Uh, and we realized that people that the ladies are mostly the isolated ones, especially if they're elderly, um, their children know that they shouldn't be out of the home and going to meetings. And mm. so it's been, it's been really hard to, to decide how to, how the meeting would look. And then Glenda, our co-director, Glenda Weddle, uh, found a book that was called Daily Acts of Friendship. So we, we thought this, this, this time we have now that we would spend it on friendship, hospitality, uh, giving oh, of ourselves, yeah. even wow. though we're not in a group, because we know that the stress of people losing their jobs and shortages in the grocery store and getting up at six o'clock to get your groceries <laughs> and that's a lot of stress and stress can change eating habits and sleeping habits and may lead to health problems, mental health problems, such as depression or dependency on alcohol, tobacco and other substances. And so we knew we had to keep distance. Well, once she found this book, it's a devotional, 365 days of devotion. It starts off with a scripture. It gives a story that one of the three authors has written and then a challenge down at the bottom of the page. Mm. Um, and so our whole time is spent on that. We asked the question, what was there one of these devotions that hit home to you this week? And, and somebody will say something or the director will kind of lead them into something. And we end up in scripture. We end up in prayer. We, we stop the meeting sometimes just to stop and pray because someone has shared with them that something that is very important that related back to the story that was in this devotion. We all have something we need to talk about. And it's just, it's, that's what's meant the most to me is that we can share. We all have a love of Christ and we need to work on this sharing our love for Christ with our friends. And it's just made a it's made people in our group that never talked or talking and people Praise are listening Lord. and Praise we're, we're getting a boldness. And it's also teaching us since we do this devotion daily, it coincides really well to reading our Bible daily. It's getting us in more of a habit of doing that. So it's, it's just been a wonderful way to do our programs. And you, you know something I can attest to that because I'm going to tell you right now, before I, because I know that you want to do a closing from Judy, but I do want to say this, and and I'm, I'm you know, street talkers. I'm, I lay it on the line. They raked me over the coals for two, almost two hours. 
they had the Jans laughing. You can't see your face right now, but they had me in there for two hours asking me biblical questions. I remember, Jan, after that, I actually was tired. I sat <laughs> down. I got pretty good energy, yeah. right, Jan? Yeah, we, we noticed you needed to sit down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they gave me some good, good questions. Uh, um, just so we got about three, four minutes. So how about um, we'll have Glinda come on next sometime yes, in the future. And Glinda, since she'll come on in the future, can talk. We'll start off, give other subject what the future of oh, SOS okay. would look okay. like. So that would kind of tie into that. Because I know we got about three or four minutes. Is that enough time for you to at least close out with, Something that was a Judy's thoughts you wanted yes, to do, uh-huh. and Judy is Judy Meyer, who is a sorry full a Green Bay Packer fan. I'm only kidding, Judy. Yes. We love you, but um, you want to talk about Judy? And before Judy's we also a recent widow. Yes, um, yes. So yes. yeah, I had asked the members if they would like to write something about SOS, kind of what it meant to them that I could share with their names on the air. And Judy sent me this uh, email. She said. The thing I like about SOS is the friendship and the closeness we have with each other. I know I can call on any one of my sisters and Mm -hmm. I will find help. The closeness we share is of God and not ourselves. This brings peace to me, along with God's promise of eternal life. And I, I thought Judy just said that really well. We have, besides the opening closing prayer, we have a time of prayer where we pray for each other and we pray for each other's um, concerns. And um, and I think that's one of the best things that we do is that we can share their our needs and our problems and together as a group with a prayer to God. And we talked this morning about how some of the prayers are already being answered. And it's just really motivating to um, I think we're on the right track is what I'm saying. And I'm just really proud of SOS. And uh, you're welcome to come visit with us anytime you are in the neighborhood we, on Mondays at 10 o'clock. Yeah, it, this has been a pl- And, you know, I, you know, Jan, and um, like I said, we, we try to line up this story with the Abigail story because, you know, the Sisters of Strength are not only helpers within the community, you take your prayer life and your uh, studying the Bible um, seriously because that's what we do here at Desert Sky. We believe we are governed first and first and foremost by the Word of God. Um, but so, it's not always structured for that because sometimes we get yeah, up on menopause yeah. or something. Yeah. It's, it's just, it just brings us closer together to be able to share. Yeah, you know? praise the Lord. And, yeah. I, and, that's, and I think that's what groups are about. Yes. I mean, in biblical groups. We need to laugh. It, yeah, we do, especially in times of COVID, right? That's right. Um, anyway, uh, this has been an honor for me to have Jan. Jan is uh, someone who has welcomed me and Rachel here for the, you know, for now going almost five years, Jan. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, please keep Jan and we want to keep Harry in prayer. Harry uh, is dealing with COVID, but he's well past that now. He's on his way to uh, getting back to being all Harry again, right? Yes, he's coming around. <laughs> he's coming around. But anyway, listen. This is Street Talk Theology. This is Pastor Dominic Romaldi. To all you street talkers, it was an honor. I know you were blessed by Miss Jan Gettner. Until the next time, just remember, street talkers, we continue to bring our sound theology to the street. And this is Pastor Dominic Romaldi, hoping for you to listen to us again soon. In Jesus' name, and all God's people, Jan said, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org.